Hey Lions fans, Michael Gray here once again for the Detroit Lions podcast with a regular season installment. Look at that, week one in the books. We get to be regular football fans on a regular schedule with an irregular start day. There's a lot to unpack here. Let's get to it. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Before I get started, please subscribe to the channel, rate, review the questions, the comments, all of the things that go on in the YouTube universe. That's what helps us get to do what we do, and we appreciate you taking part of that. I hope to do this feature every single week around this time. That's my that's my plan. But the road to hell is paved with good intentions, so we'll just have to see. The good news is the rest of the Detroit Lions podcast crew more than picking up the slack. If you're missing the daily DLPs with the world's saltiest Canadian Ash or Zach's really good studs and duds, all of the post-game stuff, everything that, um, that Chris and Riz are doing, Please get all of that. It's going to be a nonstop fire hose of content coming through the channel, and uh, hopefully you'll find something in there worth your time. Uh, going to call this feature about last game because that's that's what it is. Now, normally this would be about a Sunday affair, but it was Thursday night, and if any fan base has earned the right to bask in the glow of a really big win, I think we can all agree Lions fans are damn near top of that list. So let's get to it. First and foremost, to hell with the asterisk. Mike Tirico, that's a rare L for him. I think he does a really fine job. I think he's very good at what he does. But to say that the Lions deserve an asterisk for beating Kansas City the night they raise a banner because of an injury and a holdout, something that happens throughout the league every week, all the time, every season, without fail, that's BS of the highest order. So let's start there, okay? There are no asterisks that go with this win. It's 1-0, and it'll be 1-0 for the rest of time. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs in week one of the 2023 season, and they're in a damn thing anybody should be adding to that in terms of asterisks. That's nonsense. I think the biggest overarching lesson that we learned, maybe relearned or had re-illustrated, perhaps, is that the moment wasn't too big for this team. The Detroit Lions came out and won another game on the road against a team with a lot on the line. Stop me if you've heard this before. This is what happened to end the 2022 season when they went to Green Bay and Scorpion snatched away any chance at the playoffs from Aaron Rodgers and the Pack. They've done this before. They did it again. They went in and got the job done. It wasn't too big. All of the pressure, all of the television, all of the hype, all of the pregame, Chris Collinsworth just condescendingly saying, well, Detroit, the hype train's over. Now it's time to get to work. They were ready. All right. And I'll say this, having belief is one thing. These coaches have proven that they can instill belief in their systems in this roster, but having the talent is a whole other deal. And the reason that Detroit was able to go in and not have this moment be too big with for them is because they have the belief and now they've got the talent. We're going to get into the nuts and bolts of exactly what that means 
why we should be excited and where there's room for improvement. But the bottom line is the coaches had them ready. The players on the roster now can play at that level with anybody, including the defending champs. And this season is off to the greatest possible start. Now for what can be better. Let's be honest. The offense. The whole thing. I wrote down a few numbers here. Uh, You know, last year they averaged 26.6 points per game. Uh, They got 14. Thank you, Brian Branch, for that uh, last little seven. And they averaged 389.6 yards per game. I won't go too far into the numbers because that's kind of Ash's thing and I don't want to get in his turf. Uh, 14 points and 371 yards. Both of those are below what you would expect to see from this team and this offense specifically. Now, there are a lot of reasons for that. Being able to execute an arrowhead as an offense is never easy. Having Marvin Jones, who needs to be on notice officially, I'm not afraid to say it. Like, you got to keep an eye on that guy. He can't continue to turn in performances like he did in Kansas City with the fumble. Still can't wrap my head around the fact that was the first one of his career and some of the other plays that he didn't make in that game. The Lions are going to need someone in that position to make those plays. The offense can be better. Having said that, I think you got to see some of the things that you should be excited about. You get to see the rookies. John Gibbs is electric. I mean, that guy, when he puts his foot in the ground and goes, they've been telling us this all throughout training camp, that when you see him, you just know because he just looks different than other people. And he sure did. The other thing is the comparisons to DeAndre Swift can all be done now because you saw how that guy fought to the sideline. You saw him drop shoulders into guys. You saw him spin into contact and then back out of contact because he's just hyper-talented. Dan Campbell's already said that he expects to see him get more touches. I think we all want to see him get more touches than he did. Not terribly surprised that the Lions eased him in in a crazy environment there at Arrowhead in Kansas City. But you got to see some things that you can be really excited about. Laporta running around, making blocks, and making catches. Like all the catches, like on every target, not having one drop. Things to be excited about. But the offense can be better. If I'm being honest, that was maybe one of Ben Johnson's sketchiest performances as a play caller. Wasn't crazy about a lot of what was going on. I understand some of it's born of necessity, but I could live without another half dozen bubble screens. It's all the same. Uh, And we'll get to some stuff for the coming game a little later in the week. But I asked for lots and lots of 21 personnel. And I will be the Bernie Sanders meme, once again, asking for 21 personnel when we get to take a look at the Seahawks a little bit later this week. Uh, You get to see Demo. You got to see that offensive line. I think all of the pieces of the offense are obviously there in place. They need to execute better. And I anticipate that this offense will. That's another crazy thing to come out of this game against Kansas City. Fact of the matter is the Lions can play better. They didn't play their best game and they beat the world champs in their barn on primetime. Again, about the best possible start you could hope for from the season, even when there's room to improve. And while the offense can be better, I think we all can officially say the defense is better. There's no doubt about it. If you go back and you check out the daily DLP from Monday with Ash and his breakdown of the numbers with regards passes broken up and the fact that they got their hands on more balls 
during that game than they did on average last year. You expect that to continue. The unbelievable play that Branch made returning the pick six ended up being the difference in the game. You got to get those timely turnovers from time to time. Aiden Hutchinson looked unblockable. I mean, despite the fact that the guy blocking him was lined up like a fullback most of the time. And that's another whole conversation that we can get into in a little bit. Uh, This defense showed up. Jack Campbell was making plays. You got to see Derek Barnes out there. This secondary is improved. And Aaron Glenn, to his credit, going back to my wish list for week number one, came out and broke with so many of his tendencies with regards man and zone coverage and mixing things up and making it tough for Kansas City to execute. I don't think there was any reality where I thought that the Lions would have more yards, more points, more yards per play than Kansas City and that offense, even without Kelsey, even with the issues that they may have had with regards personnel, even with the fact that Kadarius Tony can't catch an Uber at an airport. Like all of those things aside, this defense showed up and made it tough for the best quarterback in football to operate his offense in his house with all the eyeballs on him. Uh, the, the stunning number, the one that I will come back to over and over again, 0 for 7 on third down in the second half. Not letting Patrick effing Mahomes convert a third down through an entire half of football, I don't care who he's playing with. He could be out there with a powder puff team, and I would expect him to get a couple of third downs converted. Defense showed up. They showed out. They show you that they are better. Offense can be better. Defense is better. Defense won the game for him in week one. Didn't anticipate that. That's why this is so much fun. Another big takeaway from week one and looking at this Kansas City game is that Dan Campbell, the truth teller, is undefeated in the truth telling department. He told us throughout the offseason that he believed he had a team that was put together enough psychologically to go into places like Kansas City and win. He told us that he had a team that he felt was talented enough to get in there and punch at the heavyweight division with anybody, that they could go in there and they could play with anybody in the league and that they could win football games. He told us that he wasn't intimidated by Kansas City. He told us that he was looking forward to the spotlight. He told us all of these things before the game started, and there were still more than a handful of people, myself included, that weren't a little bit surprised to see that that was actually the case. Then in the postgame, he told us that he told us. I love the fact that he went in there and said, look, I I showed up expecting to win. I didn't learn anything about my team. I told you guys that I expected us to compete and we came in and we competed and we got a win and it's only week one and you can get carried away. Who could blame you? Quite frankly, I know that, you know, everybody, all the punditry is telling all the fan bases all over the NFL to calm down. It's only week one. If you won, it's not a big deal. If you lost, it's not a big deal. Even if you got blown out, even if you won big, doesn't matter because it's just one week of 17. Okay, well, I'm getting a little carried away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feel like that's all right because Dan Campbell has promised us that this is, his, this is a team that we can expect this from. This wasn't a fluke. This wasn't something that just happened out of nowhere. This, this isn't just a coincidence that he ended the season the way he did and that they started the season the way he did. He has been telling us for months that this team is ready to go. 
and that they're going to be ready to go week in, week out, that he thinks they can compete, that he thinks their heads are in the right spot, and that he knows he has the talent on this roster to compete with the big boys. We need to start believing him. Finally, the last thing I'll say about the game in Kansas City is we can wrap this thing up with about last game and move on to a look ahead with the Seahawks here a little later in the week. The fans are here for it. That was so cool to see all of that blue in the crowd the whole night. And beyond that, having them all rush down to the front road, high-fiving with the players, Brad Holmes in full-on draft night mode, flexing like he's an AEW dynamite, just yeah, you know, going full bonkers. It was great to see all of those fans. I don't think, despite an offseason where there's been a lot of ink spilled on the Detroit Lions, that the NFL at large, that their fan bases, that the punditry in other cities has any idea what this fan base is capable of and how hungry they truly are for a season worth participating in. Ford Field's going to be bonkers on Sunday when the Seahawks arrive. It's going to be fun to watch Honolulu Blue throughout all of the stadiums in the NFL because this fan base is here for it. And it was really, really neat to see that represented on national television, to see it serve notice to so many of the people that are still coming around to exactly what Detroit Lions fans are all about and what they've been through and how absolutely starved they are for a season that is shaping up to be a lot of fun. So it was cool to see them get theirs. I know what a lot of people went through getting down to Kansas City. I've been there, I've spent some time in that town. Great food good people, but that's not an easy place to go and wear an opposing jersey. And uh, they got rewarded for it, complete with the high fives from Amon Ross, St. Brown, and the whole crew. Really, really fun to see. All right, that's it. We're done, right? We're, we're officially done. I know it's a couple of days late in coming because the game was on Thursday night. Again, Lions fans get to bask in the glow of a big win for a couple of extra days, and hopefully everybody gets to uh, get right in that locker room, a couple of extra days to heal and get ready for game number two, the home opener against Seattle. Once again, please rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. That is the only way that we get to do what we do here at the Detroit Lions podcast. And once you're subscribed, man, you're going to get all the stuff. You're going to get all the stuff from Chris and Riz and Bish and like just like all of the the things. There's so there's so there's so much stuff coming out of the channel. So please sign up for that. I'll be back a little bit later next week. Take a peek head uh, this week, not next week. See, I'm still week one for me too, folks. I'll be here a little bit later this week and we'll take a look at my wish list for that game against the Seahawks. Until next time. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes. You've had enough of that shit.